Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and you know the deal. I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. The Giants were hoping to see some light at the end of the tunnel down in Miami this weekend. Instead, they got themselves run over by a locomotive. And to make matters worse, their quarterback Daniel Jones was crushed by a Dolphins defense, leaving his future possibly in doubt. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. I'm not an alarmist. I think you people know me by now. But I have to tell you, when I watch Daniel Jones talk on after today's game, um, I was sick to my stomach. I think I know Daniel Jones very well. I see him every day at the Giants training facility. Uh, he's always a stand-up guy. He's, he's even keel, never too high, never too low. Um, but watching him talk today, and again, I'm not an alarmist. This is not any inside information, folks, whatsoever. I'm going to get into the game. But this is not any, like I said, inside information. He just seemed so ill at ease. He, he almost seemed nervous, like uncomfortable talking about his neck injury, which forced him out of the game. And it's a neck injury that forced him out of the game. You know, neck injuries happen. Injuries happen. I mean, uh, football is a man's game. You got to be tough to play it. But if you recall two years ago during the final season of uh, Joe Judge as the Giants head coach, Daniel missed the last six games of the season with a neck injury that kept him out of the last six games, and he had to have a procedure done. When I say procedure, surgery, whatever you want to call it, um, you don't keep somebody out if it's not serious. And I'm just, you know, I don't know if it's the same, but Daniel Jones went down. First of all, the poor guy has been sacked another five times, what, today? That's, that's uh, I think, it was Six times today, 16 times in the last two weeks. Whatever it was, 16 times in the last two weeks. It's insane. And that's that's not even talking about quarterback hits. That That's just sacks alone. But when he got up, the, the one that sacked him, and, you know, it, it was a hit from behind, but it wasn't, it didn't look like a vicious other than a hard hit. Like it wasn't, he wasn't, didn't look like he got wrapped in the neck. I don't know it was the way he went down. But he got up and walked off the field. He got up and just walked off the field and he was done. And to me, that's very scary. First of all, the outcome of the game, I know Giant fans don't want to hear it. And a lot of guys, when they're still concerned with the final score, and, and I understand that. But maybe it's because of me. You get to know people personally. 
I mean, it leaves a hole in my gut. I'm, I am not, I can tell you this right now on this Sunday night as I speak to you people, I'm not going to sleep well tonight thinking about that. I, I won't be at ease until I hear what happens with an MRI and testing tomorrow. Because now we're talking, you're dealing with the neck, okay? And when you're dealing with the neck that's already been injured, there's got to be cause for very great concern. And again, I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm being a realist. And when Daniel walked off the field, I think he was being a realist because he was wondering there's something something bad wrong here that I need to get checked. So having said that, we can only keep our fingers crossed, pray if you want to, if you don't want to, whatever you do, just have your best wishes and thoughts uh, moving forward for Daniel Jones. I hope this is okay. Um, that said, all is not okay with your New York football giants. They lost earlier today to a very, very good, very, very good Miami Dolphins team. They lost, you know, 31-16. They lost 31-16, yet in terms of time of possession, they had 30, they held the ball for 36 minutes, 35.59 to be exact, while the Dolphins had it for only 24.01 seconds. How's that? Yet the Dolphins' total offense was 524 yards. 524 yards. How about that? 524 to 268 for the Giants. Passing yards, 302 for the Dolphins. Rushing yards, 222. Yet their Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tagovaila, however you pronounce it, Tagovaila, Tagovaila, Two is the real deal. Mind you, he wasn't he wasn't great today. Threw two picks. Yet it was the the uh, two picks and the Giants had the ball 36 minutes to 24. Yet they were slaughtered. They were slaughtered. I understand you've heard me say this in the past. I will say it again. I There are reason guys are starters and there are reason guys are backups because the starters are better. And the Giants are playing with a bunch of backups that had two guys elevated from the practice squad. Mayfield and Thomas. Two, two guys elevated from the practice squad to be on a line. And it showed. And like I say, you know, yeah, they're backups, but they're pros and they're paid to perform. 
never did I expect to see this kind of play from the offensive line. You got a quarterback that was crushed. Crushed. Josh Azudu got beat today, and that, that's when Daniel was crushed and went out of the game. But on, on consecutive plays, on a series of plays, Azudu was false starts uh, or offsides, false starts two, two times back-to-back and then a holding penalty. I mean, you can't have this stuff. You can't have your quarterback sacked 16 times in two games and expect him to perform when people say, well, we don't know if Daniels is up to the test to be the quarterback. Maybe they overpay. What do you want from a guy? What, I mean, really? If, if I got to hear and read this crap this coming week, because I know how it works on Twitter, on talk radio, on, on everything, in the papers, well, now, now's a question, you know, they, did they make the right move signing Daniel to that contract for $40 million? What do you want the guy to do? This is the National Football League. It's a grown men's league. Big, bad, grown-ass men playing it. And if you can't block the guys trying to kill your quarterback, the quarterback's going to get killed. Now, 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 to me, you know, people, to, lately I've been hearing this business that, well, you know, the, um, the Giants you know, their defense is really shaping up. And I say, well, wait a minute. Their defense is really shaping up. You, you know, Because you keep a score respectable? Let let me give you a point. Jet, uh, excuse me, Giants were winning, uh, Giants were losing 7-0. They punt the ball. The the, um, Dolphins are at their own six-yard line. It's a 7-0 game. Dolphins are at their own six-yard line. If the defense could tighten up, bottle the Dolphins up, keep them in the pool if you want, keep them bottled up, Giants then get a chance of getting the ball back in good position. Instead, three plays later, it's 14-0. Seventy-six yard run by uh, Devon Ashane. I mean, c- come on, make plays. Then when it was about, it looked like it was it was fourteen three, about to be twenty one three. Jason Pinnock for the Giants picks off Tua, runs it back hundred and two yards. Now you got a score of fourteen ten, a score of fourteen ten. Miami is going to get the ball back to start the second half. That was 14-10 late second quarter. Giants kick off. 
Miami's getting the ball now. Uh, they ran the kickoff back to the 28. So on their own 28-yard line with a buck 34 left. Can you maintain the momentum from that 102-yard run that you just did? Instead, in that buck 34, they allow the Dolphins to move right down the other way to the 22 to kick a field goal, 17-10, and get some momentum back. And then they had the ball all of 50, I think it was 54 seconds to start the third quarter, three plays, boom, boom, boom. One was a 69-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. That was all she wrote. That was all she wrote. So for some reason, people are making excuses for the Giants' defense. Now, you you folks know me by now. I'm a Giants guy. I do a Giants show. You can see my show, The Hangout, on, on Giants.com every week. We record it the day after a Giants game. So I'll be recording it tomorrow morning. You'll be able to see it. And I'm telling you, don't make excuses. This I've seen some of the worst tackling in my life this season. Now, I'll tell you this. It's not just the Giants. But since we're talking about the Giants, I'm focusing on the Giants. People forget how to tackle in the, in the National Football League. But, but really, I was watching these Dolphins runners, whether they were rushing with the ball, whether they were taking. I mean, Dable said it in his, his uh, post-game uh, media, address to the media. Short passes, long gains. The running plays. I mean, it looked like these guys... We know they're the fastest team in the league. Their receivers, they're back, super duper fast. Roadrunners, beep, beep, beep. But for crying out loud, they look like they were running alone in a, in a pasture someplace, gliding. And then when it comes to tackling, could you put a wrap a guy and dump him on his ass? To, can you grab hold? Every time I saw a giant go to make a tackle, it was an extra. At at best, from a giant's perspective, they the Dolphins got a couple of more yards. At worst, they were off and running. Beep beep beep. It was terrible. So now you know. I, I mean, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a one and four team that has to go into Buffalo. Next um, next Sunday night to face the Bills, who were coming off a loss to the Jaguars in London today. Um, which, by the way, I'm going to digress for a second. The, the NFL is stupid. And, and since I'm saying it's stupid, I'm going to blame it on Goodell because Roger Goodell is the commissioner. For the second week in a row, the Jaguars played... In London, for the second week in a row, they played across the pond. 
because the you know their owners from there or originally or roots there, whatever the case. So they stayed out there. Again, I'm not making excuses. I don't like doing that. But the Bills were at a decided disadvantage because the Bills had to make the trek. Well, you know, after last week, the Jaguars just stayed out there. I mean, that's that's completely cockeyed scheduling. But I digress. But that's what you have for a a, um, giant situation right now. It's a mess. To me, their offensive line is just awful. They can't protect the quarterback. The defensive line, not just the defensive line, the defense itself is like Swiss cheese. There's just too many holes. And you want to give me that business? And you're talking to a big-time Giants supporter here, but you can't give me that business to say, well, they're playing tough. They're much improved. I don't see it. The losses are the losses, and I see an inability to come up with the big play. Now, you might say, well, Russ, they came up with the big play. Yes, they did. A 102-yard return for a touchdown interception. That is a big play. But after the ensuing kickoff, they let the team with a buck 34 left march right downfield. Then to start the second quarter, the third quarter, boom. Three plays, boom, done. It's just terrible football. It's terrible football. People like to talk about complementary football. One hand helps the other. Well, no one's... You know what? You got to help yourselves. And no one's helping themselves in this. It's a mess. And the Giants got to get it figured out. Now, as far as um, your New York Jets go, they came up with a good win, 31-21 win in uh, Denver today. And while it wasn't a thing of beauty, I'm certainly not going to chastise a team for going on a road in the National Football League and winning a game. No, not at all. They did what they needed to do. So the Jets are now two and three. And the much maligned Zach Wilson, uh, he certainly wasn't great today. In, in fact, I would say this. The Jets tried to give the game away at the end. But it was the Broncos who were the ones indeed giving the game away. And I'm not going to go through trap chapter and verse here. I just see, um, you know, Broncos aren't a very good football team. But, hey, I am taking nothing away. The, you go on the road in the National Football League, you win a game, you're doing your job. Denver has never been an easy place to play. Zach Wilson today, 19-26, 199 yards passing. He had a pick, sacked uh, four times. Uh, where he was fortunate, he fumbled a couple of times, fortunately, to have the ball recovered by teammates. That, to me, was crucial. Zach has an arm. Zach can drill the ball. He just seems too, to me, too robotic. Now, I don't know if, if it's a lack of confidence 
Um, we certainly saw improvement, uh, improvement, as you know, against the Chiefs. But I don't know if it's a lack of confidence. I don't know it's how it's structured in his ear, how it's coached. I don't know if it's between his ears. But it's just a little too, like I say, robotic. But he certainly made some big passes. He certainly knows. He certainly can drill a ball. I'll tell you who is fabulous. And, you know, I take nothing away from him. Garrett Wilson is just a tremendous. Listen, he was last year's Offensive Rookie of the Year. Tremendous wide receiver. Tremendous wide receiver. And their defense, Jets defense, made some big plays today. Now, look. We've always said the Jets' defense is good. I just said let's slow down and not put them in the same breath as the Bears of the Midway in 1985. I just said let's not get ahead of ourselves. And maybe it is stumbling around a little bit and the, the, with Aaron Rodgers going down and them still having a record of two and three. Maybe maybe that taught them themselves not to get ahead of themselves. But, um, hey, Jets got the job done, and that's what they needed to do while the Giants failed to get the job done while they needed to do the same. Now you're talking about a 1-4 and four football team with their starting quarterback's health in question, and they got to play next week, Sunday night, in Buffalo. with Buffalo coming off a loss. So you know the Bills are going to be ornery, angry, and flat-out pissed off. I mean, as I said, I'm not an alarmist, and you folks know me well enough. But you've also heard me say this, whether I be talking about the Yankees or the Mets, you can look at the glass half full, you can look at it half empty, or you can look at it realistically. And realistically, as I sit and talk to you here on Sunday night, things are not looking good for the New York football giants. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you nice people out there. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do that on Twitter. At Ross Salzberg, you can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at rosssalzberg.com. Got to thank you to people out there because without you to people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. Also got to thank the nice people here at Believe.com because I tell you each week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Above all, always got to thank you nice people out there. Okay? And as always, I got to leave by reminding you people, if you haven't done so already, to make sure that you, your friends and family, download the Yes app so you can watch me every week on the video version of Get a Load of This on the Yes app. So please do so, and a new one comes out this Tuesday. But until then, I thank all of you for being here. And from me to you, it's Russ Salzberg saying bye-bye, so long, farewell. I'll catch you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.